I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Yeah, maybe we could just talk about how hard it is. Let's go. <laughs> For a moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've just been thinking about, like, if I had to start over, um, it would just be... I mean, it's just a long road just to get anything started. Like, it, it does take, like, a whole year, I feel like, just to get a product that people want and that they're actually willing to pay money for. So it's like after a year of work, like maybe you're just starting to make some money from it. But it's like the amount of time you put into it, like you're going to have to put a lot of time into it and effort into something to get it to take off, I think. And it's just hard. Like there's also just like so much competition. There's so many things out there. So it's like it's hard to find that opportunity, that like idea, that unique thing. Um, so it's like, you know, even supposedly that I've already like made a business that's somewhat working, I feel like even for me, like to get started over, like it would just be a whole new thing. And like, there's no telling if it's going to work. There's just no telling. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think there's only so much that you can apply to something new. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess that makes me think, going back to the only reason to do this stuff is if, you know, build a business, try to indie hack, uh, bootstrap, whatever. The only reason to do it is if you really enjoy it and really like it. Like, I think that's really got to be the first reason. I mean, sure, hopefully you can make some good money from it. And there's a lot of benefits of having owning your own business, I think, um, if you build it the way you want. But... I think you really do have to start with this has to be something you're willing to grind on and work on um, because it's hard. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely easier just like if if I was just doing the freelancing and didn't want to, you know, start something new or build something on the side, that would definitely be easier to. Yeah, well, on like on all fronts, right? Like it's less. less just me just on me like less responsibility i can scale up and down the work as i need to can you know like it's basically if i want to take on another client make more money i can do that um it has a lot of upsides not not running a business right (laughs) yep yeah i've been thinking about that a little bit more too um Because Potion's at a point right now where it's not, you know, it's not completely covering all of my expenses. It's it's just close to being there. Um, and, you know, I'm working most of my time on it. But I could see where just to kind of take the edge off a little bit of just like stress and financial stuff for, and really, I guess really awesome why I'm thinking about it is because I think it'd actually be kind of fun too, is just to work like eight hours a week for somebody else, um, just do a little bit. And I see the benefits that you're talking about where it's like, you know, like it pays well. You get to kind of choose what you work on, especially if you're, you know, if I'm working that little, like, and I don't necessarily have to have it. So it's like once I get done with the project or I don't really want to do that project, I can kind of look for something else. And it's almost like a fun way to explore other areas, other markets, other uh, technologies maybe. Um so yeah, I mean, I feel especially with only having to do it a little bit, like it it can kind of be a fun thing, but also you know a good way to make a little extra money. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much my situation, right? Like every time I get to, uh, 
Wednesday or Thursday, I'm actually excited to get up and work on those projects because, <laughs> because A, I've been working on both of them like over six months now. One of them is coming up to almost a year that we're working together on it. Oh, wow. So th yeah, that's a long time, right? And I'm still super excited to go work on it because you can see the progress that it has made over that time. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Well, uh, I mean, I mean, I guess we kind of already started here. Uh, you're listening to Ben. Ben's back on the pod. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, Ben. Hey. We, we forgot. I think we forgot what your voice sounds like. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm in the process of moving apartments yet again. You know, I got to buy a new car yet again. Yep. <laughs> and I didn't plan for any yep. of that. So that, yeah, kind of a stressful yeah, no, start no, we're, to we're, the year. I don't think anyone's actually... Uh, blaming you or upset or anything which is you know yeah you know i i missed we're our glad chats to have you here. back <laughs> yeah yeah same yeah so glad to have you back um i think yeah we'll just kind of do some normal updates what things are going on um i guess i guess i'll start um yeah go ahead let's see so i don't know things have just been a little slow with potion i feel um, I, and I think it's kind of two-sided, right? Like it's like things are slow with growth. And so when I'm like looking at that, I think in, in a way that kind of, uh, I mean, maybe it demotivates me a little bit, but yeah, I don't feel like I'm like all on, like on all full cylinders, like pushing forward as much because of maybe that, I guess really, well, so go really the real reason why I think I've, I'm just feeling a little bit slower about my progress on potion is because I'm in the middle of this migration. Um, and I feel like I've talked about this migration for a while because yep. <laughs> it's been going on for a while. Um, and that's what I mean about it being slow. Like it's just kind of a slog. Um, there's just all these kind of boxes to check to make sure it works correctly to do this migration. Um, and uh, migrations are just kind of like the worst, I feel like, because there's, there's always like, there's like the old, um, the old way things work. And then there's this new things way that things uh, work that I'm working on. Um, that's like all set up, but to get from the old way to the new way is like this whole process of like making sure sites work, making sure when they do the migration, there's no downtime for their sites. Um, there's just like a lot of things that kind of could go wrong and um, just testing through all that and making sure it all works. I actually made, so this is something I did in the last, I don't know, two weeks. I made this like migration flow where I actually have like a visual UI that walks the user through the steps. Ah, uh, yeah, you talked about that before, because, okay. So yeah, I've actually built that out now. And because the, the user actually has to do something, they have to take an action to make this migration work. Um, and so, yeah, I just want to make sure that's as like clean and as simple as possible uh, because, you know, then I don't want to lose anybody through this migration. And so I've actually, I've like, I've like uh, contacted a few Potion customers and I've actually had some people already do the migration um, and they kind of went through my flow. The first couple of them are like, oh, this is kind of weird. How does this work? And so then I've like made it better from that. So I'm kind of doing it like slowly, oh, that's, that's which I smart. think is yeah. probably a good approach. Yeah, for sure. I think even even when I actually like, you know, the kind of the final plan for the migration is, you know, send out an email 
to all my customers that need to migrate and be like, hey, you need to do this. Um, even for that, actually I'm thinking I might even just like make that email, like batch it up and like just automate it to send over like two weeks even. Like, like just every day only email like 20 people or yeah. something like that. Just so that it can just be a slow process where I like there's, there can be little issues that crop up and I think I'll have more support during that period. And so I was thinking even just for myself to have success with it, with the customer support stuff, like if I only have, you know, so many people doing it a day, I can be there to assist if they need it. And I'm not, I was just imagining like, especially if something went wrong, like, you know, I send that out to, you know, a couple hundred people all at once and that those that day or those two days if something went wrong that would just be terrible yep <laughs> it would just not go well um and so with this plan i can like even if something crops up where it's like oh yeah i should probably even make that better in the migration flow i can kind of do that as i go so then the next batch has a better experience and it just is more flawless as as things go so that's kind of the plan with that and i'm pretty much ready um it's all ready really um, I'm actually just waiting on Versal. I'm I've been kind of talking with them. Um, so I guess one of yeah I should share a little more detail. One of the things that makes this migration tricky um, is basically I'm using Versal domains, which means I'm I'm everyone's going to be pointing their domain um, to the Versal servers. So the problem that comes up is that if they have their domain used in some way on Versal at all in any way, um, then it will it will error out basically when they try to um, have their domain or when I actually on my back inside when I try to add their domain to like the deployment basically because it's like error like this domain's already used somewhere else, and so then there's this process of like. A requesting delegation where I, I have to like request access to their domain and they have to they have to say yes to it on in their email oh got it so the problem and and so this you know this is hopefully a use case that only comes up so often right like only so yeah. many people use versal you would think that but uh -oh. <laughs> the problem is <laughs> the problem is is there's a decent amount of services that it's very possible they've used and um, actually, very possible if they've used my competitor, because <laughs> my competitor also uses Versal. So basically, if they've used the competitor, which you know, there's a number of people that have come over from competitors and stuff like that, then it's very possible that their domain is like hooked up in that like Versal account system. Got it. <laughs> and they gotta like <laughs> give delegation to me to use it even though they have no idea that this is happening in the background or they probably have no idea in the past that this has happened yeah and it's hard to explain yeah to. <laughs> <laughs> right at least versals made it super easy where it's like they just automatically send an email um and then all that they have to do is say like click it basically to okay, like that's confirm good, that's good. um yeah so at least it's pretty simple on that side but there's still that extra thing and just making sure that part of the hard part was on my side, making sure I can detect that that was the error of like, that was what was going wrong and that, that that's what I need to do. And then kind of like waiting for it. Um, so yeah, there's just like this whole kind of thing there. So that's like one of the things I'm, I, I have in the system, but what I'm waiting for is 
all of my potion subdomains, which a decent amount of my sites are using, which the good news is I control all those, so I can just do the whole migration for them. Um, but even some of my potion subdomains need to have basically access to be added to whatever deployment I want them to be added to. Um, and so Versal is actually, I think they're actually going to do that process for me, which will be nice, where they'll kind of like give access to different subdomains to, to work on different deployments. But I'm just waiting on them to do that because that will be kind of like part of the first part of migration is I'll just migrate all those uh, potion subdomain sites myself. Um, and then the second step is making it so that all new customers just already are set up on the new version. Um, so I kind of have that flow kind of ready, but I haven't deployed or made it go to production yet. So yeah, there's just like multiple different steps and just, you know, making sure it all works correctly. Um, and I guess going back to what I was saying is that's kind of what I've been working on the last couple of weeks. And it's just kind of a slog. It's like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything new. I'm not, I don't feel like it's really bringing any new value. Um, but I actually have been reminded why I'm doing it because also in the last couple of weeks, I've had a couple issues with my current custom custom domains from the service that I've, um, using that for. And so it, it was kind of like a nice reminder. I, I mean, it wasn't great that the, they were having issues, but it was a nice reminder that was like, okay, yes, this will be more s stable to yeah, move yeah. to the direction I'm moving to. And so this is definitely a right decision. Um, so that was good, at least. Yeah, it's also so yeah, like it's a little like refactoring. working on. Sorry, it's it's a little like refactoring too, right? It feels very much like you're not moving really, but but in the long run, yeah. it's gonna pay off anyway. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have had to do some refactoring to kind of make make this all work. Um, so yeah, been doing that. Uh, I did just recently add a yearly plan, which I've. I've needed to have for potion for forever. <laughs> so yeah, I added a yearly plan. Um, and then I sent like an email to all my potion customers to be like, Hey, you can, you can move to this yearly plan and get 20% off. Um, and so I had some people do that, which was cool, which will hopefully kind of help with churn a little bit. Um, and then I guess the kind of final part of that is of my plan is to like, Maybe on the second month, if if a user's still a, you know, they're still a customer, they're still using Potion, but they're on a monthly plan, I'll then send, like, automate, send an email to be like, hey, upgrade to the yearly plan. It seems like you're, you've been enjoying Potion so far, whatever. So that, I think that will be a good way to kind of move people onto that as well. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of really that. I mean, really, that is kind of it. Even to me, it doesn't feel like much because it it doesn't feel like there's been tons of new things. Um, but yeah, that's really kind of what I've been working on. Um, I guess on a oh, I guess on another side note, this is something I did yesterday. Is I'm still kind of like I'm I'm kind of still the main maintainer of the Notion library that Potions kind of build on. That's open source. Um, which I think, I think it almost has like 2000 stars on that GitHub repo now, which is pretty good. Um, but I'm, I'm starting to get people that are like contributing, which has been cool. Like they're making updates, they're fixing different things. They're making the, the, uh, the library better. Um, and basically this library is just, it, it takes the notion data and, and creates it into like the HTML and stuff. Um, 
So basically I've been kind of managing that. I've been reviewing those, um, working with some of those people. Um, and so that's been good, but that, you know, that takes some time too. So that's been something I've been kind of doing recently. Um, so yeah, I don't think, I don't think there's anything else to mention. Uh, yeah, so I think that's pretty much it for me. Cool. I think one more thing. That so yeah, I think... what's new with you besides the, uh, the, uh, no beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I accidentally shaved my beard. That is, that was a mishap. <laughs> it's kind of funny. All the, like all yeah. the video calls I have been on this week, people were like, Whoa, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah. You're a new person. <laughs> yep. I probably haven't, haven't had no beard uh in five or six years so that's uh yeah people don't recognize me anymore wow <laughs> um yes yeah, so it makes you look a little younger yeah for sure it, it always does if you take off the beard it's like grumpy old person or teenager <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah i mean for me the the biggest thing that happened was being able to sell the remaining assets of true fans um i haven't really touched code much oh, over yeah. the last two weeks uh it actually feels like i don't even know where i left off i know that i had something planned for all around to move into open source and i actually want to stream some of that but i really have not got to it at all i hope that I can just pick up there next month when I'm settled in a new place. Got some internet connection there. <laughs> um, but yeah, as I just said, I, I was mm -hmm. able to sell uh, sell true fans um, for not too much money, but you know, it still feels a lot better than just having it die alone in, in the basement and never be touched again. <laughs> so yeah, um, the way it happened was actually back in... I don't know when I when I you know was about to stop maybe even before I announced that I was stopping the development on it I was talking to two different people about it because they were interested in buying it um, but I wasn't really ready to let go of it yet you know it was, it was around the time that I started building um and I wanted to see where I can take that and so I basically told them hey uh, I, I don't know yet we, we got to see right and then I you know decided to stop it over the over December probably um at now we basically just got back to chatting and one person was still interested and so we came to an agreement <laughs> so yeah it was kind nice. of a longer process in the in the sense that it was longer like the interest was there for a longer time um but then again moving through with the actual sale was very straightforward um we, we basically just signed an agreement uh i gave access to the github repo and got the money transferred via PayPal. And th that's that's it really. Like that was really not super complicated. We basically trusted each other too. So yeah, very easy sale. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so does this person, are they like a software developer as well? Or are they just more like marketing, businessy? No, also, also on the dev side, and also like the person built something similar in the in the uh, live chat uh, area, and so that was kind of a good good addition in a way. And yeah, I mean, he was in the end he was interested in uh, the UI, the dashboard part, um, and the branding part as well. Not so much in the domain because I had shut down the the whole thing before anyway, uh, and the domain was pretty pretty costly, so. 
yeah, I, I can totally understand that. But I, I just think it's cool that I that I was able to, you know, make some money off that. That will <laughs> will basically go buy me a new car mm -hmm. from and <laughs> um, and the project doesn't just die. I mean, that always feels kind of bad, right? Like you're shutting it down. You, you don't really know if it really had legs or not because you didn't really get there. Um, and that's mm -hmm. definitely like a better outcome, I feel. Yeah, I mean, you it didn't have... I don't think you even launched true fans yet so it didn't really yeah, have exactly. customers yet right yeah exactly i just had like uh, um uh, an early access list of like 30 people probably yeah it's it's kind of funny how i feel like in that little stage like before you have customers maybe this isn't true but it almost feels like you can sell it for more when you don't <laughs> have customers because there's like an unknown there but it's like they're kind of then just focusing on buying like the technical asset and like the code and stuff where it's like once you have customers it's like they can talk you can talk about that small MRR number or whatever <laughs> which makes it seem like it shouldn't be worth as much um but maybe that's not true maybe I, they I, would still yeah, focus I was, I was on gonna the, say the I don't know about that because you can always like factor in the development cost and if you have done marketing and you have customers which is probably you know <laughs> it's very likely that you did some marketing maybe you have some SEO going on the domain already that's probably also gonna add to the price, I would say. But yeah, I mean, I was yeah, apparently yeah. I was very lucky. I was able to sell all the projects yet. Uh, I mean, so far, so <laughs> yeah. That you've worked on, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting <laughs> that you're able to sell them at that stage at all. I I still think that's pretty amazing. <laughs> that's true, because it's like, yeah, it almost feels like anything you work on. You know, if it goes south or you're kind of like, eh, I don't want to do this. I don't think it's going to work, whatever. You still can get something for your time that was hopefully like kind of pretty worth it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that really is pretty cool. So is it, you know, are people finding you this like people through Twitter, like people that are listening to the podcast, just waiting for you to <laughs> say something and they jump on it? Like <laughs> Yeah, how did these people find you? All, all of what you just said. <laughs> so some is just Twitter, <laughs> some is uh, podcast plus uh, Slack channels that we're in together. Um, yeah, all, like all of that, really. And the funny thing is, same thing goes for the freelance business as well. Uh, people hear, hear us talking on here. Um, people see what I tweet about or that I have sold some projects before. And yeah, that's just interesting for people to then get me on board as a developer too <laughs> yeah that's yeah i mean it sounds like you just uh share the strategy for everybody um <laughs> just get a podcast tweet every once in a while on twitter and you're kind of set yeah just do all that <laughs> you make the connections for, for two years and that's all you got to do like no big deal <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah two years that, that is some time <laughs> Um, let's see. So what's kind of, are you able to share kind of what are, what are some of your plans with Allram? Um, are you still kind of holding that close to your chest? What, what you're doing next? I might still hold off on that, but it, it will come out next <laughs> month then. Yeah. <laughs> I probably want to, you know, I want to nice. be able to articulate it a little bit better. I don't think I've really nailed that in my head yet. So it's probably just going to be. What? what is he even saying like what's what's he doing <laughs> yep yep um let's see anything else you wanted to share 
Uh, I, I'm afraid that's that's it already. As I said, a little stressful these days. Uh, but it's it's probably getting better next week or the one mm -hmm. after. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's that makes sense. All good. Um, we have been uh, working on City Clash, yep. um, our NFT project. I, I actually dropped the, the name for the first time, I think, one of the episodes that you weren't here. Because I think before then, no one even knew what we were calling it. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, they now know it has something to do with cities. So <laughs> there is yeah. that. Um, yeah, we've been doing a decent amount of work on that. Um, also, I feel like that it takes up a decent amount of my uh, brain like like my thinking like it's kind of it's kind of funny how it's it's changed to like what i'm thinking about in the shower has changed from potion which it, it still is potion a decent amount in the shower um but i probably more so city clash just because there's more decisions being made we're kind of like in the early stages of figuring things out uh but that's been a lot of fun um still i'm still kind of fighting the uh the uh kind of like the lashback on twitter not, not really. I, I mean, it's more just like um, it feels weird when I like share anything about City Clash on Twitter just because it gets a lot less engagement. I can tell people aren't as interested in it because it's in like the Web3 space. So there's that kind of like that battle yep. <laughs> kind of going on. Um, yeah, that's it's but funny. I, I'm just kind of still doing it. It's funny you mentioned Twitter because the last two or three weeks, I actually lost, like, I always lost followers, like, every day because I haven't been tweeting a lot because it was just so stressful, right? And I was like, if I start tweeting about NFTs now, I'm probably going to lose 500 more. <laughs> so it's the same for me, actually. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's super, super split, basically, right? Like, there are people that I follow who follow back. Uh, that are very much into the NFT space. And obviously they, they will engage and like that stuff, but everybody else is just like, nope, not having it. I don't, I don't like that stuff. <laughs> well, I think what's happening to me is that I am getting new followers, um, but there there are some more people that are in the NFT space. Like I can see they have, you know, they got their, their little NFTs, their profile picture. You know, I've had lots of lazy lines follow me. Um, so I have people following me, but then... I'm, I think I am still losing the other crowd a little bit. And so it's kind of like this shift of yep. I, I have like a partial group of people that are into this Web3 stuff and then a partial group that's not. Um, you need a second account. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's But then with that, it's like so hard to get started again. Kind yep. of similar thing what we were talking about at the beginning with uh, can start with a business. You'll, you'll be at like 20 followers for six months <laughs> yeah even, even though even though i have to pat ourselves on the back a little bit with the city clash twitter account that one's growing pretty fast yeah we're almost up to like 150 followers yeah. on our city clash account so that's quick yeah, definitely go follow that if you aren't already um yeah that's that's been kind of fun uh drew our, our partner he's been he's been like doing these fun little like city facts uh daily typically um so that's like one way we're trying to, because we haven't shared, you know, much about what it is yet. So that's like one way to kind of start to make some content that's kind of interesting. And then the other thing we've been doing is trying to host Twitter spaces um, with different people in the NFT space. And that's actually been pretty useful just because, you know, some people hear 
about what we're doing that way. And it's kind of like we're leveraging the audiences of these other people that are like in the NFT space that people trust. And so we kind of leverage their audience a little bit. They come hear about the Twitter space. They hear about our project just a tiny bit and they'll follow. Um, so yeah, that's that's been uh, working pretty well, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little kind of like making a name for ourselves. I'm a little sad that it's always like in the middle of the night, my time. But one of these days I'll probably just stay up to be there. <laughs> But you guys are well, killing. What we should do? Well, what we should do because we could do this. I think it would make sense too. Actually, is we could we could find a time where you are available and and you and me could host a, some Twitter Spaces, um, and it could be you know it could be early in the morning for me or it could be late my time. Like I could make that work, um, and I think that could actually. In some ways, I think the time that we've been doing the Twitter Spaces aren't great for the NFT crowd anyways because I th I've noticed that the nft crowd they I think stay up really late and uh, get up really late <laughs> at least in like in us time so like if we did it you know pretty late my time um, probably it would be like in the morning for you that could actually be like a really prime time to catch you know a lot of people that are hanging out late at night online you know they're 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 scrolling through OpenSea trying to find their next buy and then they just, you know, <laughs> listen to our Twitter space. <laughs> we, we should try that. So we should we, definitely we should try with the up. times. Yeah. Yeah, we should. <clears throat> and and it'll be fun. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much uh, it for I guess that's that's the update for City Clash. Uh, there's, you know, a lot going on behind the scenes behind that. Um, and it'll be it'll be pretty crazy to see what happens um, in the next, you know, four to six weeks. Hopefully, when things start to come out. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited about it. Yep. Same. All right. Well, I think that we'll end the episode here. Thank you everyone for following along. And uh, if you have any thoughts, reach out to us on Twitter. Otherwise, we'll see you in another episode. See you next week.